welcome to the MTM Podcast. I'm Sean Coomer, your host and the founder of Miles to Memories, joined as always by Joe Chung and Mark Osterman. And we have a really, really fun show for you. We're going to talk about travel today and specifically Mark's trip up to northern Michigan. He camped out along one of the lakes up there or he rented a house or he did something, but it's really cool. So let's get jealous and talk about that. Plus, we're going to go in depth on the Chase Freedom and Freedom Unlimited offers with the grocery bonus spend. Really, really popular offer right now. So we'll talk about that. We have rapid fires and more. A few things before we get into the show. As always, if you like the show, please consider subscribing. mtmpodcast.com has all of the links. Tell a friend about the show. We really appreciate uh, the good feedback and the support and the community that's formed around this show. So thank you guys so much for continuing to listen and support the show. Also, if you haven't yet, check out our YouTube, youtube.com forward slash miles to memories. Tons of great videos going up there. A lot of great Vegas content right now about what Vegas is like. So check that out if you're interested in that. Make sure to subscribe, smash that like button on the videos to help us out. And then finally, if you want to dive in a little bit deeper in miles and points, personal finance, the stuff that we talk about here, travel, all of that, we have an exclusive Patreon community for you to consider. And patreon.com forward slash miles to memories, $10 a month for our diamond group. And that gets you private access to a discord and then also a private Facebook group just for diamond members. And we also have exclusive diamond only content every single week. Basically, we have bonus podcast episodes. We have a show dedicated just to spending, a show dedicated just to award bookings, and we have other shows as well. So definitely check that out if you're interested. Patreon.com forward slash miles to memories. All right, let's hit it. So Mark, welcome back from vacation. We missed you last week, or I know you were well, here the early part of the week. But <laughs> in podcast, never really go away. in spirit. Yeah, I never go away. Uh, I know we're going to talk a lot about your trip, but uh, how was it? How, how are you doing getting back home? Feeling all right? Yeah, it was. I mean, it was nice to just get away. So that was nice. Relaxing. And even though we didn't really go that far, I think it was like an hour and 20 minute drive. It felt like we were, you know, a mo- like millions of miles away, like felt like traditional vacation so that was nice broke up the uh the norm you know the the repeating groundhog day we have going on so it was good did you guys miss me big time yeah of course how did packing go i know uh it was stressful for a little bit there <laughs> well, it, was str- it was more stressful just because my wife likes to make everything perfect so you know she was trying to make like all this food before we left like homemade stuff instead of just buying bread so yeah, Kirsten, next time, let's just buy bread. It'll be easier. And then we forgot to take it. <laughs> <laughs> so we made all the bread. And I was thinking that she was going to leave it, like, fresh. But since it's fresh-made bread, it goes it, it goes bad quickly. So she usually, like, cuts it up and throws it in the freezer after, like, the first day. And you just pull it out when you need it. So I was loading the cooler up. And I didn't even think about it. I'm thinking that she threw it in, like, the other basket with the dry goods and stuff. And she's like, oh, when we get there, did you throw the bread in the cooler? Nope. But, you know, I, I didn't think it, you froze it already. It was you made it yesterday. So all that worked for nothing. But otherwise, well, the actual packing we got in good because we didn't need all that bread. But so all that bread's wasted anyway. <laughs> no, it's, it's it was in the freezer. So it's still good. We got now we she doesn't have to make any for us to use at home. But it is crazy. Like when you go on a trip and you're flying somewhere like I have a backpack that I have like a toothbrush in contact solution, deodorant, all that stuff like everything like a second of everything so that's already packed and all i do is throw like a couple days worth of clothes in a backpack throw my computer and i go that's like my packing ritual it takes me like three minutes but when you're driving somewhere or you know you're renting a house it's a completely different thing you're bringing food you're bringing snacks you're bringing 
entertainment, all this different stuff because you don't have an on-site restaurant and everything. So it definitely uh, adds to the stress level a bit, which sounds weird because most people would think it's more stressful to fly. But for people like us, it's probably more stressful to, to do a, uh, a road trip vacation. I don't know if you felt that same way. Yeah, I felt the exact same way. And my wife had a very uh, deep thought the other day because, you know, we're getting ready to go to Cape Cod in a couple of weeks. And she said, hey, I just realized that just because our drive is going to be 25% the length doesn't mean that the packing is going to be any less stressful. You know, we're only driving an hour to Cape Cod as opposed to when we drove four hours to New Jersey and Pennsylvania, but the packing is still going to be just as stressful as it was. So yeah, I'm not looking forward to that. You know, we're packing for a week again. We got to pack all the food that we want to cook and stuff like that. And so it's going to be a whole song and dance. So it's going to be rough, but worth it, of course. <laughs> well, we I think figured the out longer the trip, the, the less packing you have to do, I think, honestly. So when you go, I don't know, when I'm going far away for a long period of time, then I'm barely packing. And then when it's somewhere close for a short period of time, like you guys say, it's stressful. You just decide to, to put everything in, especially when you're in the car and you can fit in 10 loaves of bread, then you do that. Yeah, I think always um, the bread. we bought all the stuff before we left, which ended up it, it kind of worked out because we were going to a smaller town. So the prices in the places are a little bit higher. But I think it probably is easier if you just shop when you get there and, and not try to pack all the stuff, which in normal times, that's that's probably what we would do. So I don't know. Are you going to do you shop before you go just because then, you know, where you're going in the stores, you know, all that stuff. So for New Jersey and Pennsylvania, you know, we didn't, we didn't, uh, when we went to New Jersey, we didn't have to get food because we we're going to my parents' house. But then on the way to Pennsylvania, yeah, we shopped multiple times, you know, in New Jersey. But I think with it being in Massachusetts, Cape Cod, most people here are like pretty kind of treat everything the same way. So we will do some shopping over there. We'll probably pack a lot just because it's easier, of course, to shop in your own grocery stores where you know where everything is and it's not that far away. But, you know, with only being an hour away, I was joking with my wife. I was like, if we forget something at home, I'll just go home and get it. You know, I'll probably need some space from everybody anyway. So, um, you know, we'll see how it goes. That's what I was saying, like an hour and 20 minutes, you can just go home like, oh, this I need this. I'm, I'll, I'll see you in a couple hours. So well, tunes and I'll just relax. Yeah, I mean, originally the house that we rented in the Poconos, like it was not dog friendly we have a dog and we had to bring her, but then we're like, what are we going to do if we can't bring the dog? And I was like, Oh, well then, you know, I'll just stay at mom's house with the dog for like four days. And then just, you know, we could switch off halfway. I was like, please, please let me stay there for four days by myself. Um, but you know, we ended up, uh, and this is, uh, I don't know if it's a tip, but with Airbnb, VRBO, all that stuff, you contact the owner, ask for what you need. And normally um, it's okay. Like my brother-in-law, like rents Airbnbs and stuff too. And he says, people ask if they can bring their dogs all the time. He just charges them an extra fee and it's okay. And so that's what happened for us. So not pet friendly doesn't always mean not pet friendly. You know, never hurts to ask. Yeah, good tip there. Hey, I actually have a life update this week. Okay. Amazing. <laughs> I know. It's only been I'm three excited. months. Uh, I got a Fitbit, my first ever. Welcome, I already welcome to 2012, Joe. Yeah, I know. I already regret not getting a smartwatch. I was talking to my buddy about getting a smartwatch. And then I was like, oh, that seems like it's too many features for me. But he's like, yeah, I mean, the main thing I use for my smartwatch is replying to texts and replying to phone calls. And I was like, well, I hate phone calls and it shouldn't be a problem replying to texts. Literally, the second I put this Fitbit on, I got a phone call. And I was like, oh, I wish I could talk into this right now, but I can't. But yeah, so I've been... uh doing my steps, you know, like a 60-year-old grandma, like my mother-in-law. Now we're like competing for steps. It's great, you know. 
competing with a 68 year old woman. Well, a lot of the Fitbits will tell you like what the text message says and stuff. So that's nice. Yeah, I get that. But then I can't respond. Yeah. I lost mine in an Uber. It like, I don't know how it happened. Like this thing detached because it just like kind of clips in. So I was in Canada heading back to the hotel and somehow it fell off. Like the next day I woke up and it wasn't on. I was like, oh, what happened? So the, the Uber driver like contacts me like a week later, a couple days later. And he's like, hey, did you lose a Fitbit? And I was like, yeah. He's like, okay, well, do you want to come meet me and pick it up and stuff? And I'm like, I don't know. He's like, I could ship it, but it's going to charge me. And then international shipping and everything. And Uber charges you a fee. I'm like, okay, that doesn't sound great. And then he's like, well, if you just want to let me know, um, you can drive over here and I'll pick it up. I'm like, well, then I got to pay the bridge fee each way and the time and all that. I'm like, that's like 25 bucks for a used Fitbit. I'm like, you just keep it, buddy. <laughs> nice tip. <laughs> What a tip. Yeah, exactly. You're so generous, Mark. <laughs> Amazing. Ugh. Amazing. So, so lucky anyway. day, buddy. <laughs> yeah. You want a sweaty Fitbit, go for it. You got it. You don't anyway, have a charger or anything, but you got it. Anyway, yeah. I uh, got a $20 off at Best Buy. Used the portal. It was great. Buying stuff. Amazing. Anyway, that's my life update. It's not super yeah. exciting, but something changed. So I big news. I deal on Groupon like a while ago. That's where I got it. It was like. 60 bucks and then using discounted Groupon gift cards and then Groupon portals and all, all kinds of stuff. So it was pretty cheap. I was all in for like 50 bucks. I'm like, is it really worth paying 25 to get it back? I'm probably not. Yeah. <laughs> I, w- I wonder if Groupon's like dead because <laughs> like, yeah. so, you know, I golf, mean, golf courses are the only thing they can do. <laughs> it feels like their business model is going to need some tweaking. Um, I shouldn't laugh, but you know, I just thought, I mean, it's the first time I've thought of them in months. So. Although with a bad economy, that could feed right into their business model down the line. Yeah, if they can make it. Open back up. That's what they were born out of. They were born in, what, 2008 or something out of the, the downturn. Yeah, because Groupon originally was like one good deal. Like they would yeah. only do one good deal. And the owner um, got pushed out because they wanted to go to like this massive, cu- cu- uh, why am I saying coupon? Coupon site. <laughs> I don't think coupon Cupid. is massive. right either. Cupid, whatever. Um so they 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 pushed him out because they wanted to just go to like this huge discount site. And it, I mean, if you remember back in the, the day when Groupon first came out, the deals were so much better. Like the people that were involved in it, the the restaurants and stuff. Now it's kind of like restaurants that are struggling that aren't that good are the ones that are in it and stuff. But back then it was always like high end places and they were booking like up to a year out where you had to get on a waiting list to get your business on it. So I don't know if it really worked out. I'm sure their sales went up, but I don't think it's any better. I think it's worse. I think the industry caught on largely to what was happening, that the level of clientele people were getting just wasn't very good. And so uh, the the value of those deal a day things sort of uh, diminished. But yeah, I remember when Groupon came in and then, of course, Living Social. And then, I don't know, there was local versions of that. And so there was like deals everywhere for a couple of years. And then it sort of dried up. Uh, my favorite one was Station Casinos here locally would sell these like $35 gift certificates for 25 no, they would sell for $10, you'd get $35 in credit in their restaurants, and they'd have a different one every day, do the deal of the day thing, and did pretty well on that stuff, but nice. yeah, not what it used to be. Did you have any life updates yourself, Sean? Not really. He's wearing glasses indoors. He's wearing his glasses indoors. Okay. That's, that's They're miles update. to memories glasses. See? Yeah, he's a super cool guy. <laughs> oh, you know, all that time you guys said those are Miles to Memories glasses. I thought you meant just the style. I didn't mean you, I didn't realize you meant literally. 
You well, should have showed up to New memory. Orleans. You would have got Brandon it. Apparently, this, this is what Joe thinks is Miles to Memory style, just these plastic. I well, mean, it is kind of like the website colors, but yeah, we, we passed out, yeah. what did we pass out, like 100 of them in uh, New Orleans? And then I'm sure it'll be like a thing that we do at meetups, but they're fun. Wow. Hashtag MTM glasses. What a deal. <laughs> You're never getting any, Joe. You're never getting any of the glasses. That's okay. I stopped wearing contacts, so uh, I can wear them anyway. Right, yeah, we'll, get you the flip, we'll get you the flip ones you just put on the front of your glasses. <laughs> Got to do the ones where then they flip up. It's another pair of glasses underneath it. Yeah. You just attach them. Yeah. But yeah, hey. nothing exciting going on here. I have my Apple Watch. My most used feature for that is setting the timer when I'm barbecuing something. So I could tell you how uh, oh, how useful it is. What? No, I'm saying this, I think this thing has I think this thing has a timer. So yeah, maybe I'll use that. Yeah, if you yeah. use like you have to open your app though. Well, see, no, you just use Siri and you <laughs> no, just say, "Oh, for it's him." Not gonna yeah, work. It it's have. not going to be what you want it to be. No, it's just not a smartwatch. It. It's not just a smartwatch. Leave watch. it in an Uber and then get a smartwatch. You'll be happy. <laughs> right. What's so stupid is I could grab my phone out of my pocket, hit the Siri button, and say, "Set a timer for this." But it's so much more satisfying to just do it on the wrist. I don't know why. You could probably just yell, "Hey Siri," and your phone would pick it up. Yeah, probably. <laughs> but it's so much more satisfying. Set timer for four minutes. Yeah, but you probably would yell at Siri and ask her to set a timer, and she'd be like, "Timers were invented in." 1423 because Siri never understands what you're saying. Let's talk about your trip. Let's start. I wanted to start talking about your trip with the the family aspect of it because I want to know like what was it like for the kids having been, you know, stuck for so long and like how how did they approach this trip? Were they really excited about it? Like how was the dynamic yeah. going? Yeah, they're really I mean, we normally go um to north no, like further north every summer like once or twice a summer and it's usually like their favorite trip, you know, where it's always on like a beach and you have Lake Huron, which is like basically an ocean without salt or sharks or, or things that will kill you. So it's like perfect. So I always get really excited uh, about water it. Water can still kill you, by the way. <laughs> Just FYI. Well, stuff that won't eat you or bite you. Okay. So, you know, we do that every year and we had to cancel the one this year. We were staying at, we, we always book a hotel. So we, I started looking for like Airbnbs and stuff and and found one in a place on the east side. It's, it's closer to Detroit. Just, you know, right near the Canada border. We booked that. We don't normally do a, a house sit or an Airbnb and stuff. It's just not my style, but th that's what worked out here. And I just kind of like opened up the map of Airbnb and just looked for anything on the water, like anywhere on the coast of Michigan, because it was last minute and it was hard to find stuff. So we found it and then they, they were pretty pumped about it when we told them. And then once we got there, they were super ecstatic. I mean, I've written about how my son, when he travels, is like his best self, happy just super inquisitive, wants to see new things. And it's something that we share together. And one of the, you know, one of the few things we do share together. So it's always nice. So it was nice to get away. And then they didn't fight at all the whole time. So that was worth the money right there. That's a, that's a success story. Yeah. In, in, in itself. So you went to, so the town you ended up in is what about, you said an hour and 20 minutes. Yeah. It's just north it's, north. it's where, uh, where's the actual place? Like it's a town called Lexington, 15 minutes North of Port Huron which is a bigger city people might know, which is Port Huron, like borders right on the Canada border, you know, south of the thumb of Michigan. So like over in here, you know, we're a cool state that we ha we can use our hand to show you where it is. <laughs> See? Sophisticated. Be it's better in Michigan. <laughs> that's also backwards. Just FYI. <laughs> well, that's why I read it for everybody. So they, they know. Thanks. <laughs> yeah. So it was our first time in the area and it was really cool. It was a, a cute little town. 
Um, and the nice thing is you, you're 20 minutes away from Port Huron, which is a bigger city. So when we go to like northern Michigan, which a lot of people around here go up north for the weekend, you're usually in a smaller town. There's not a lot of stuff available to you, like restaurants or stores and stuff. So you got to bring a lot of your stuff. And then it's mom and pop shops. Um, but Port Huron's a big city. So it has like the Target, the Walmart, the Meyer, the Kroger, Speedway, all the gift card staples, all the gift card goodies. And it's untapped. <laughs> Because there's not many people out there buying them, I guess. So I got to pick up some uh, $200 MasterCard gift cards on the way home. They didn't bat an eye. Uh, so that was a nice little perk. So how was the trip? I mean, how was the house? You you were there with your family, right? Your extended family. Your Was it your parents? And your, your sister came up too, right? Parents didn't end up mm-hmm. coming because it would have been too far oh. of a drive coming from Florida. But this was like the week that we were supposed to be in okay. uh, Hawaii for our 15-year anniversary. So originally, everybody was going to come up. My parents were flying up to watch the kids. And then when we came back that the last weekend, my dad was going to fly up too. So we were all going to get together. My sister lives in Southern Ohio. So she was going to drive up too. So it ended up just being my sister, her husband and her two kids, uh, which are about the same age as, as our kids. So that was awesome. We haven't seen them in probably seven, eight months. That was good. And then it was good. You know, the kids don't get to play with a lot of people right now and we don't get to talk to a ton of adults. So it was, <laughs> it was great to have conversation and then great to have playmates. So that was pretty, uh, that was pretty amazing. That was probably the best part. Hey man, you talk to us once a week. <laughs> Sometimes more than once a week. Talk to me. I'm sure Yeah, he's tired of talking to, talk to somebody new faces. other than Sean and Joe. Get to see new faces. I mean, I understand we're not, <laughs> we're barely adults, so I get it. <laughs> so what was oh, the house God. like? Did you guys do most of the cooking yourself there or did you order out? Like, how'd you handle all that stuff? So it's, it was a cute, a cute little cottage, like everything up there, you know, smaller houses and they, they start in like the forties and fifties is when they're built. And they're usually like little fishing cottages, like a lot of times like fishing, hunting, one room cottages. And then they do additions, like they add a room here, they add a room here and stuff. So this one, they bought it a, like a year ago or less and they just gutted everything, like ripped it down um, and then uh, vaulted the ceiling. So there was like a loft uh, overlooking the living room and stuff. So if you read the post I did, there's a picture of it. It's really, really cute place. So they had two bedrooms, one with a bunk bed, one with like a, a full size or queen bed. And then they had uh, up in the loft, they had a couple more beds. So you could sleep, uh, you know, a good amount of people in a, it as a smaller place, probably like seven, 750 square feet, but decent layout for the food we brought. You know, I brought the, the pizza oven, of course. So <laughs> of course I don't. Did you bring the pepperoni, the old world pepperoni? Yeah, we brought the pepperoni. We cut up the pepperoni. I very obviously was not paying attention because originally when you said you built a pizza oven, I just imagined one of those like gigantic stone things in your backyard that you could not move. But obviously this is (laughs) much more portable than that. Yeah, it's it's Camp Chef. So Camp Chef has like this whole series for like campers and tailgaters. Um, It's like a two burner stove. So you can uh, not stove up. you know, two big burners. So you could just use it for that. Like that's what we make like corn dogs and stuff on. We just put like a pan, uh, pan with oil in it and drop them in and, and cook them that way. And then they, ha- they sell this attachment that you set down on top of the burners and it's a pizza oven with like a pizza stone and a hood. And then you can cook pizza in there. They also have a, uh, like a griddle. So you can do like hibachi cookout. We've done hibachi tailgates and stuff, or, you know, do a huge breakfast cookout on it. So yeah, it's really portable. It folds up. It's pretty awesome. You should get one, Joe. <laughs> it's top of his list. I know that you, Joe, you're adding it to your Christmas Amazon list. Yes. Yeah. Do some fried rice point, with soy sauce on the uh, hibachi grill. Put a little ketchup in there. Grilling on those types of grills is a lot of fun. Actually, the house we rented in the Poconos had one of those, you know, like uh, the flat grills that you'd see at um, 
Saku Japan or like in the food court malls, the teriyaki ones. And that was like a lot of fun to uh, grill on. So yeah, I don't know. Hey, I'm turning 40 in December. Send me one. Thanks. There you go. <laughs> All right. Yeah. So we did um, we, one night we did do takeout and I made the mistake of going, you know, cause I watched, do you guys watch hot ones? at all on yeah, youtube i've watched uh, quite a few episodes what yeah for that? anybody anybody oh for joe and uh the other two people that haven't seen it <laughs> hey i just got a fitbit okay <laughs> i'm getting there so it's this guy he interviews celebrities and they eat i think it's like 10 wings and each wing it gets hotter and hotter to the point that it's like two million plus scoville or whatever they say for heat index so towards the end he's asking you know like justin timberlake like super like deep questions and he can't even speak because he his mouth's on fire and he's sweating everywhere and they just start cursing and and like it's not dripping everywhere it's pretty funny so all these huge famous people do it it's uh it's really interesting um so i've been watching that so i'm like oh we order food and there's a hot sauce called the wild man and me and my brother-in-law decided hey well, yeah let's get it it won't be too bad and man that wrecked us for like two days it was so hot. Wait, so you got takeout? That's how you know you're getting but, old. Yeah, we got takeout. Well, I don't eat like super spicy stuff. Like I don't mind spice, spicy, but like this was probably the hottest thing. Like my Kirsten, my wife, loves hot stuff and she ate a little bit and she's like, oh man, like it just totally like you lost all your hunger <laughs> from like two bites. It was really, it was the hottest thing I've ever had. So it was not to be trifled with. That's what you wasted your one takeout on? They're supposed to have the uh, top 10 pizza in Michigan and the third best fries. So we got those. I, I tried both of those. They both were really good. And then I took a bite of the hot wings and then I had to like sit down for the, the next hour. So do they have a big sign that says t- number 10 pizza in Michigan, number three fries? Or- it was on their takeout menu because, you know, Airbnb, they always put like local uh, taverns and stuff like menus. So it was like on the front of their takeout menu. I don't know. It probably was like from 1997. You know, once once you get rated one thing, you just leave that in the window for all time. Like, Oh, yeah, exactly. You just got to get that once, and then you ride that into the sunset, man. Yeah, doesn't Miles to Memories have a little note that says number one miles and points blog on the website? No, just kidding. We were. No, well, we, we were. We did finish in the, uh, in, in the USA Today. No, no, we did finish in the USA Today top ten, and uh, we have, a, I guess, a mention of it on somewhere on the site. But You got to have, like, a little wanted banner, to actually. Right? But no, because USA Today wants to extort you when you win that. It's really just a way for them to charge you to use the their logo and stuff. So I never did that. It's like a little crazy amount of money. Deal. Yeah. Oh, so they just hop around to different blogs until they find all the suckers that pay. Well, they still <laughs> so didn't yeah, hop you ever... around to mine. So Miles to Memory must be doing something right. <laughs> well, anyway, we're one of the top 10, right? And we'll, we'll ride that one till the end. You know? Yeah. I'm not, I'm not paying paying them for the extortion money, but we can still say we won. So you came back for the big surprise. Yeah. So for a couple of years now, you know, everybody in Michigan, like I said, goes up north and a lot of people have cottages that they keep in their family, you know, so that's like a, a rite of passage uh, that everybody does. And you can get waterfront property for like super cheap in northern Michigan, unlike anywhere else, because there's so much coastline. There's so many inland lakes and stuff that it's it's really affordable. So it's something we wanted to do for a couple of years. And we've been always looking at the in the area that we go to that hotel in that we had to cancel because it's an area that I, I lived in for a few years growing up. So I know it. I have friends there and stuff. But when we were in Lexington, we we just pulled up Zillow and checked out a few houses. And there was one that was really cute, super cheap, like less than a Tesla payment. <laughs> <laughs> cheap. So we went and looked at it one of the days when we were there. And it's 
smaller house. Uh, they remodeled it. They bought it early this year for like, you know, next to nothing because it was just destroyed. So they ripped everything down, remodeled it. What What's unique about this area is a lot of the subdivisions have lake access where you walk at the end of each street and there's like steps that go down to a beach area or just to the water because uh, the water level's high. So there might not be beach. So there's like two lake access points um, within an eight minute walk. So we put an offer in and it was accepted Sunday night. <laughs> Congratulations. That's awesome. Yeah. So we went on a vacation and then uh, decided we want to go back there forever after one time visiting the town. <laughs> But the rash rash decisions are always. Yeah, he, the best. he comes back. He's like, "Yeah, I bought a cottage," and we're like, "Okay, I didn't know you were. I didn't know you were in the market for a cottage." But uh, like I said, I less than a Tesla payment. But I'm, I'm yeah, I'm sure, I'm sure. It's cool because it's great. By the way, it looks great. I've seen pictures of it. It looks yeah. amazing, and, and it's super it tiny. Really cool. I think 650 square feet. So it's a, it's a smaller smaller place, but the lot's really cool. It's got like tree line lot and a fire pit, and uh, you know. We had to have a fire pitch on or it wouldn't have, it wouldn't have gone. And, uh, yeah. you know, a picnic table out front and stuff. A short walk to the beach. And like I said, my kids love it up there. So this is something I've wanted to do since I was younger. Like, you know, I always had friends that had cottages and went to them and stuff and, and hung out with them. And it was something I always wanted for my children to grow up going to a place that they, they grow to love. And hopefully their kids can go to, too. So, you know, this is like long haul. We'll, we'll rent it out. That's another reason, you know, we'll rent it out when we're not using it during the summer. Probably friends and family, not like Airbnb stuff, because I don't want, you know, somebody tearing it up or, or whatever. But that's not the main plan. The main plan is to hold it for a long time and pass it down through the generations. So I'm awesome. looking forward to it. Yeah. That's what's up. Congrats. Hopefully, hopefully all the inspections go well. <laughs> so how long is it going to take you? About a month to close? or? Yeah. They said uh, with the pandemic and everything, it's taken a little bit longer. So early September. So we bought it at like the worst possible time because by the time we get it, we won't be able to really enjoy it too much as far as like lake activ- activities. But yeah, next next summer is going to be fun. I don't really, you know, that's one thing I've noticed. I don't really travel a lot there during the summer. I usually travel in the, the spring and fall and summer. We usually stay around Michigan area. So I think it'll work out well. Well, you, I know you'll continue to share with us when you close and as you as you use it and We'll learn more about that area and stuff, but I think it's really cool. I think it's so cool that it's so close to where you are. So yeah, that was a like huge a thing. Or yeah. a five-hour drive, you know, it's pretty easy that you could get out there almost every weekend uh, during the summer when it makes sense. So that's yeah, I'm, that was I'm excited uh, for you. The other place that we had been looking is like an hour or two and a half hours. So this is you know half the time, and it's it's really easy to get to. It, you know, it's opposite of where the normal traffic goes on weekends to go to up north. So. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, we could even go like drive up Saturday morning, come back Sunday, you know, because it's so close. It's not that big of a deal. Yeah, it's awesome. I'm waiting. I'm waiting for my invite. So I'll just uh, I'll just keep waiting. Wait for you to show up in Michigan. (laughs) September. Joe Joe uh, will never burn his one (laughs) trip a year on it. So I'll never burn my one trip, but maybe I'll rent it from you for the family. All right. Yeah. Bring the family. There you go. Perfect. All right. And we'll we'll talk about that all later. But anything else to like wrap up your your trip? Any takeaways? Yeah, I'd say just like, don't be discouraged. We all had international trips we were looking forward to and stuff like that. Like you can still travel. Joe's done it. I've done it. Sean went to Arizona. Like you can still travel locally if you're not feeling comfortable getting on a plane or whatever. There's still a lot of opportunity. Everybody has something in their state or like a neighboring state that they can go check out. So it is great to have a break from the norm. You still get that vacation feel where you shut off your brain and and don't 
you know, focus on all the day-to-day stuff and just kind of relax. So still take advantage of it if you can. Airbnb, Verbo, or however you're supposed to say it these days. Um, is that right? Verbo? Yeah, that's what they want, right? Yeah, I um, think so. So all that stuff, yeah, give it a try. You know, get out there. You'll feel better, I think. I came back. Did you come back way more refreshed, Joe? Yeah, definitely. And I, I was just going to follow up and say, like, we even took a day trip last week just for four or five hours. We took like a nice hike around the ocean and we went to one of the fried seafood places in Massachusetts that is like always like there's always lines out the door from 11 a.m. all the way to like 11 p.m. But we went like right during peak lunchtime. There was like no line. So uh, which is kind of sad, but hopefully they're doing okay. So, you know, just being away for five five to six hours, even that was super refreshing. So yeah, I agree. Um, Wherever you can get to locally, Hopefully you can stay over, but even if you can't, you know, it's just worth doing. And I'm totally jealous. I'm, I think my son's, my son's 20th birthday is in a couple of weeks. So I think I might have to try to plan a road trip for the family. And yeah, you got to get out of the desert. You know, you're just in the, the difficult thing is that, go to you the, know, go our, to the mountains. Yeah. It's like, it's well, like, we do have the what, mountains there. it's like what, 111 degrees there today. Although that's how hot it is yeah. in this freaking, but I was right actually so can we please Utah, move like, to chase freedom? The mountains in the mountains in Utah and stuff. So <laughs> we'll, 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 we'll figure we'll, that out. Yeah. But yes, for everybody who's waiting for the Chase Freedom, the time has come. Let's talk about the Chase Freedom cards and their increased offers that came out this week. Uh, Joe, I know you're so excited about it. Why don't you explain exactly what changed uh, this week? Because the bonus stayed the same, but then they added some juicy uh, spending on grocery stores that you can really, really earn a lot of points. Yeah, so because I'm not eligible, I did not take copious notes, but my understanding is what 5% at grocery in the first year of Chase Freedom Unlimited for $12,000 of spending, which is pretty great. Woo. Still, you know, that Twitter news <laughs> is good enough. So, um, yeah, that's yeah, all I got. Right. Life. <laughs> so the, both the Freedom and the Freedom Unlimited have no annual fee, obviously. And the Freedom Unlimited earns 1.5% cash back or 1.5 X ultimate rewards points on all spending and the signup bonus that's is normal dollars right? it's always that's just normal right? yeah yep yeah. 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 and the normal bonus or the bonus has been two hundred dollars after five hundred dollars in spend when you sign up and that stayed the same so you still get that same two hundred dollar twenty thousand point bonus but as you said five percent cash back on purchases up to twelve thousand dollars in the first year on both the freedom or the freedom unlimited both cards have that new grocery bonus and i mean that essentially ends up being, you know, an extra 3.5x on the Freedom Unlimited or 4x on the Freedom card and, you know, you're still not paying the annual fee. You're getting a 0% intro APR for the first 15 months. I know that this is a an offer a lot of people are excited about. I know that as soon as I saw it I was like, "Oh, I should really uh, get my dad uh, one of these cuz he has a Sapphire preferred and he's already sort of in that ecosystem and I know some thinking about getting my son finally uh, the Chase card here." So, Mark, do you think that this card kind of changing uh, this, this increased offer is worth making people jump on these cards. Yeah. I wrote a post. I actually wrote a post while I was on vacation um, about it. Uh, Cause I was, I was excited about it. So uh, originally our, our plan, cause my wife is 424 right now, so she can get one more card. And originally the plan was she had her world of Hyatt annual fee just posts a couple weeks ago. So we we're going to pay that, get the free night. And then I was going to do, we were going to do 15k of spend to get the second free night and then close the card and reopen it again a couple like a few weeks or months later uh, to get the the welcome offer which is 50,000 world of high points and that's a great offer it's one of the better ones and then i i was like well 
maybe this makes more sense. So I broke down like the spending between the two. If you put 12,000 on the World of Hyatt or you put 12,000 on one of the Freedom cards, you actually come out a little bit ahead. I think it was like 72,000 World of Hyatt points, including like the free the points you would earn towards that free night cert. And you'd get 80,000 with the Freedom cards, which is, you know, more plus you're getting ultimate rewards versus Hyatt. So there's more flexibility. And I've cashed out so many that I kind of need to replenish that. So I'm looking for more forward to that to getting ultimate rewards. So I think it's something that you definitely got to consider. It's probably one of the best, if not the best personal offers out there right now. If you can do the spend at grocery stores, I should say, because if you, if you don't have a way to buy gift cards or, or if you don't spend that much at the grocery store, then it won't be good for you. But if you are able to do it and you have the slot, I think it's definitely something you should probably grab at least strongly consider. What do you think, Joe? Yeah, I mean, I think this is like the perfect card for the people who either their spouses or they themselves have dipped below 524 and they're ready to get another chase card. I know I'm not sure like if this is the best card for like beginners. If you're just getting into it, maybe you still start with the chase Sapphire preferred. I mean, it definitely these freedom cards should be in the conversation if you're a beginner. But like if you're a beginner, you're not like ready to spend 12,000 at a grocery store in a calendar year. But if you're like you know, medium user or, you know, you've been in this a long time and you've dipped below 524, actually my wife's below 524, then, you know, I think this is something that, you know, I think, I think Joe, I definitely- Joe, is this worth the one spot one time a year? I heard Macy's has a special going on on their credit card. Um, <laughs> you know, I, there's a very uh, popular website that uh, I saw posted information on how to take advantage of the Nordstrom Club today. So <laughs> I wouldn't say popular website, but well-read website. Uh, so let me just say that uh, my wife is ahead of the curve. But yeah, I, I don't know. I, I think it would be worth a slot for my wife, which actually that leads me to a question that I probably should know the answer to, but I don't. And you guys are here, so it would be useful. If she already has a Chase Freedom Unlimited, can she get a new one or does she have to like cancel that one first? You know, have you guys looked into um, that? You'd have to, She'd have to get the other version of the, the regular Freedom. So you can't, you, the offer says you can't, get it if you currently hold the card so she'd either have to product change it if you want the freedom unlimited or just get the regular freedom if you have the freedom unlimited unlimited because they're they're considered separate products so you can get one or the other but if you hold the card you can't get it which stinks but let me uh go log into chase.com right now (laughs) you guys uh talk amongst yourselves Well, and just, you know, one thing for anybody who's listening or watching is that uh, if, if you do enjoy our content, we do have a link for just the Freedom Unlimited, uh, but we have links in the show notes for articles about, for Mark's article about analyzing this and then more information on the offers. And uh, if you do the Freedom Unlimited and consider using our link, that does help support us. But yeah, I think the other thing to talk about Freedom Unlimited is, and the Freedom Cards are that they're not just for people with great credit. You can actually get these cards generally when you're, you know, not not with bad credit, but when you're kind of building your credit up. These are good starter cards. And I really think the 1.5x combined with the grocery spend over the next year, kind of given where the world is and where people are spending their money, I think that's a really, really valuable offer for a lot of people if they're just valuing simplicity. So while uh, like Joe, I think you're right, the people who are kind of in this game and can spend a lot, will get value out of it. But somebody who just wants one card for right now to spend their money on and they have some grocery spend, you know, that they're doing anyway, I think that this is a, a good solution for a simple philosophy towards using credit cards right now, given everything that's going on. And you don't necessarily have to have the best credit score for it either. So definitely things to keep in mind. I'm excited that they're doing this. Obviously, $200 bonus stayed the same, but they did add a lot of value 
with that grocery spend. Hopefully we see this across other cards uh, as they try to get people to sign up again uh, coming out I would of just, the last few months. Just put in a regular grocery bonus or like a grocery spend category on your, you have the reserve and the um, preferred, which overlap. So they're pointless to hold both, which you can from downgrade, but they should make it so you could get both. Maybe if you do, can't even get the bonus, but people would hold both. If like the preferred had a two times grocery, leave the reserve how it is, but add grocery and gas to the preferred. Then it's like a one, two punch where now nobody's going to carry both cards and they're missing out on those type of people. That's why Amex is popular with like, like families and stuff, because you're getting grocery bonus, you're getting gas bonus. Those are two huge things that Chase doesn't have on any cards besides, I think IHG has um, grocery, but it's like, who wants two IHG points? Nobody. No, nobody. Maybe Benji. I don't know. <laughs> so do you guys think this is a sign of things to come? You think we're going to see a lot more kind of juiced up offers in this kind of way from Chase and other banks? It feels a little early, you know, because I don't feel like the economy is ready. Like, I don't think people, well, I don't know. People, I guess, have not stopped stopped spending, and yeah, the stock market is still doing what it's doing. But housing market's crazy. <laughs> it's still crazy, right? Yeah. Yeah. But I, I but I feel like you know, if not this year, like it will happen. You know, there might be a dip, but I think offers like this are going to have to come up because they're going to need to drum up business. So, all right, well, that'll do it. And like I said, I'm definitely considering this, or my son is, I guess, and. Uh, I just feel like these offers are really good. And I really hope that we see more of these offers where the banks try to find ways to get people to sign up and uh, kind of alter the products to fit the current times a little bit. And uh, with that, let's start rapid fire. Mark, you want to start us off with some more travel inspiration, I guess, or travel oddities? Yeah, I wanted to, uh, Ryan, uh, who writes for the site, had has a friend, uh, Zoe, who wrote a really cool post, interesting post um, about being stuck on Tonga. Um, which is a country that doesn't have any coronavirus cases. And she was traveling like right as the pandemic started happening. And just like the way it worked out, she's kind of stranded there and she hasn't been able to leave. So she's been living there for several months now. Her job is to to do, she lives in China and she does tours to North Korea, correct? Is that that's Yeah, right. North Korea. Yeah. Yes. yeah. So super interesting life. We're hoping to get her to write some more stuff about like maybe about how she does tours to North Korea and stuff. Uh, story is is worth a read. It's it's a you know something that you kind of I think everybody has dreamed about when this first started. Like oh, if I was stranded somewhere, where would it be? Well, she's living it, so she shares it. Uh, definitely encourage you to go read it. Hopefully, we can get more things from her because I think her life is is really interesting. So I'm looking forward to it. How about you, Sean? I really enjoyed that article as well. And like you said, I hope she writes more and it really was fascinating. So I really recommend people check that out. My rapid fire is Miraball, buy one, get one free. So they're offering buy one, get one freeze at their property and you can book on points. I actually booked at the one in Tucson. I hope I'll be able to go there uh, depending on how things go, but 65,000 points for two nights, which is uh, buy one, get one. You do get uh, the credit, the credit per person, the $150 is only you only get that for the one night. You're not getting it for both nights because you're getting the one free. But then you also get the 25% back with World of Hyatt uh, through October 8th. So yeah, we have an article, check that out. But if you're considering Miraval, right now is about the best time, I'd say, on points that we've seen. Yeah, it looks like a, a pretty fun place. And uh, they have what one in Austin and uh, one in the Berkshires, right? Yeah, that's right. My friend actually just sent me his trip report or like 
I guess, yeah, I guess it's a trip report. Like he sent me his experience because he just checked out this morning from Miraval Berkshires and it's a brand new property. It opened on July 15th. Do not come to Massachusetts though, if you're on the quarantine list, because we'll fine you $500 a day. Thank you. But um, <laughs> if you are from the tri-state area or if you live in Massachusetts already, Miraval Berkshires, it sounds awesome. He told me there was like ropes courses that were included and all the foods included alcohol is not included and the alcohol is super overpriced but you know the food is included and he said it was healthy but it was all uh, pretty good so probably have to see that for myself i was trying to convince my wife to go but we're not ready to stay in a hotel yet but it's definitely on our list and you know i did the calculations you know with the 25 percent back if you have the world of high credit card that comes out to like under a hundred thousand points for if you were to say four nights there and yeah you know, these places go 600 to $1,000 a night. So it's a great deal, especially when you factor in the fact that it's all inclusive and stuff like that. So my friend sounded like he had a great time at Miraval Berkshire. So if anyone's near Miraval, they just sound like they're like really amazing properties. So people should jump on that. I know that's not my rabbit fire, but I'm just, you know, elaborating on yours, Sean. No, I appreciate it. I guess it. we have to skip yours now. <laughs> no, I think he's got an important one. So talk to us about, uh, and it's, I guess this could lead right into your plugs too, but talk to us about this episode of Observation Deck. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I'm gonna, this is the first time I'm going to use the rapid fire to plug my own stuff, but on the observation deck, I interviewed a couple of my friends who are expats. They moved to Hong Kong a couple years ago. And, you know, number one, it's the first time I've had to like interview friends that were like actual friends, not people that I met online and became friends with later. So that was really awesome. But oh, was, ouch. <laughs> did I not meet you online and become friends with you later? Like that's not a false statement, but you said actual friends. <laughs> I mean, that's what actual friends are. People that I knew before. <laughs> anyway, plus we're not even friends, so. Ouch. Anyway, I wasn't talking to you, Sean. Anyway, yeah, so they moved to Hong Kong couple years ago. And then they had this crazy story where like as the pandemic was starting to hit, they went to Belgium for like six weeks. And then as the hot zone moved to Europe, they went back to Hong Kong. And so we talked about their experiences with the pandemic. They're like very avid world travelers. Like he's lifetime platinum with American Airlines. He has like more points than he knows what to do with. So we talked about miles and points. We talked about, uh, she runs a food blog, Tiny Urban Kitchen, which uh, some people know. And so we talked about, you know, all the different food that they've eaten. And then we also talked about what life is like in Hong Kong. I think I've said it on this podcast before, but they never shut down restaurants. Um, they never like they're shutting down and opening up looks a lot different than ours. So it's just really uh, fascinating to listen to. So I advise people check that out. Um, it's a great story. And like I said, it, it is different when I record with people that like I've known before, because it's, it's weird because, you know, I would have talked to them like in real life, unlike with you guys, did you, did I only you, talk to you when you, I'm recording. Did you ask them the, the most important question of all? What's that? Soy sauce, soy sauce fried rice. rice? Dude, I would not dare disrespect them by asking them that. Come on, she runs a food blog. Oh she God. knows what's up. <laughs> yeah, she does, Mark. That's why he didn't ask her. Actually, Mark, I got a recommendation for you. Okay, yeah. you might not. You, it might not be as funny to you because you're not uh, Asian American. But this guy, Uncle Raymond. Okay, look him up, and he does rice reviews. Okay. And yeah, just look him up. I think he's on TikTok. But um. <laughs> TikTok. Rice reviews on TikTok. He's oh, not yeah. on YouTube. Like he doesn't. I'm very have intrigued. A... I think he does both. But uh, okay. he's, he's, I'll watch he's, that if you watch hot ones. If you watch hot ones, on he's YouTube, blown I'll up. Watch. All right, all right. Sounds good. We'll, we'll swap links. Okay. Um, I think it's time for me to plug the rest of my stuff. Yeah. So we can get yeah, out of well, here. At Go least, at least this section for Joe will be like 
half as long now. No, he'll find other things to plug. Don't worry. He's yeah. not going to waste this opportunity. So, uh, yeah, Disney podcast, Disney decipher.com and as a Joe flies on social media and tiny letter.com slash as a Joe flies tiny letter soon to be found on USA new today. <laughs> Top 10. <plus>. Yes. <laughs> USA Better today. Write that check. Better write that it's, check. It's actually, uh, it's uh, actually, they already sent it to me. They said bottom 10 newsletters. So, uh, but I'm going to put that up there too. Anyway, where are you at, Mark? Uh, you can find me on Twitter, uh, McCosty1038. Uh, email me, Mark, at milestonemories.com. Join one of our Facebook groups. I'm in there all the time. Or, uh, you know, comment on the articles, milestonemories.com, and I'll get back to you there. How about you, Sean? Yeah, we have all of our content, milestonemories.com, like 50 posts a week. We have this podcast and, of course, our Disney Hacks podcast at disneyhacks.com. And then lately, the Miles to Memories YouTube channel has been on fire with Vegas content. So youtube.com forward slash milestonemories. And I just really appreciate the support. And then if you want to kind of dive deeper into miles and points, we do have our Patreon, patreon.com forward slash miles to memories with a private Facebook group, private discord. You can watch this podcast live streamed. We have uh, bonus episodes like every week uh, for different content on spending on miles and points, award bookings, stuff like that. So check that out. Patreon.com forward slash miles to memories. And uh, thanks so much for listening, watching. See you next time. Wait, sorry. It's uncle Roger. I said Uncle Raymond because I get these texts for Raymond spam all the time. <laughs> I, was, I was like, everybody loves Raymond's doing rice now yeah, or no. what? Uncle Roger. Yeah, check Uncle it out. Roger. Also, well, so, Uncle Roger, check it out. All right. Thanks, everybody, for listening, watching. We'll see you guys next time. Next week. Bye. See ya. Stay safe. I think it's probably better to just yeah, like who called the police. <laughs> oh, there's a hospital right down the road. So sirens all the time, all the time. It's like literally six blocks down the road is the, like the best hospital in Detroit. So if I ever need anything like an emergency, I'm right there. Um, but what was I going to say? Thanks for interrupting me, Joe. Unless you're, you're at your lake house and then of turn, course, turn about far away from turn about, turn about fair play. <laughs> I mean, that's I can my, also I'm, unlock my, my impression Tesla with it. Those are about okay. the, the most useful things. I I mean, of course, it tracks my steps and I do all that too, but as Quick, far as Mark, beyond, talk about your trick. Talk about your trip before we get into Tesla talk. You're the one who started talking about smartwatches. Come on. The Tesla cult talk. Um, so let- Mute button, bro. Mute button. <laughs> I almost made it to the end without screwing so, up the mute button. It was so animated. Was so, yeah, I You'll know, never I, know what that, I said. You'll never was, know what I said. That sounded, that sounded like a... Rapid fire right there. Life's better with American Family Insurance because our home policies help protect your dreams and come with peace of mind. Save up to 25% by bundling home, auto, and life. American Family Insurance. Get a quote, find an agent at amfam.com. Products not available in every state. Discounts may not apply to all coverages on an auto or home policy. Discounts do not apply to life insurance policies. Visit AmFam.com to learn how discounts may apply to you. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating companies, American Family Life Insurance Company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin.